Passionate, driven, enthusiastic, euphoric. This is who we are as entrepreneurs. But how we leverage these incredible attributes to dream and build businesses that scale and grow is what this podcast is all about. Hello, I'm attorneypreneur Josh Brown, and welcome to Franchise Euphoria. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Euphoria. Josh Brown here and thrilled to be with you. Hope you are doing well. Well, today um, we're going to talk about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart and It's one that should be near and dear to your heart if you are a franchise owner, in other words, a franchisee, or if you're looking to become a franchisee, and that is, do you own your franchise? The reality is most people would say, yes, of course I own my franchise. That's why I'm buying a business. I want to own the business. Well, the thing is with franchising is historically as a franchisee, it was pretty cut and dry and and you operated a lot more independently than a lot of franchise systems in current times. And I think part of the reason for that is because franchisors um, have gotten have gotten much more stringent with their with their brands and with their standards and with their systems, and that has led to a lot more control, quite frankly, over the franchisees. And through the course of that happening over time, we've seen less and less independence amongst franchisee owner operators, uh, some of which will, will call me and say, I don't even feel like I own my franchise. So that's what led me to title this. Do you own your franchise? Well, the short answer of it is yes, but then there's a Well, it's kind of complicated because while you do own your business and you do own the franchise, the reality is you're also under a contract that says that you have the right to operate this franchise for a certain period of time. So if your franchise agreement says that it's a five-year agreement, well, in theory, you have five years from the date you signed the contract to go ahead and and run the franchise. Most franchises have renewal uh, stipulations um, and renewal standards, um, but it's not a guarantee that you're going to renew your contract. You might not want to. You might want to get out of your business. You might want to try to sell it. But what happens if you don't sell it or you're unable to sell it and um, your franchisor wants you to no longer be a part of the franchise system. Well, what happens in a lot of situations, unfortunately, is franchisors will try to find ways to boot you out. Now, I'm not saying that's legal or legit, but it happens each and every day. So that's one of the inherent risks in franchising that you don't have when you start your own business is, you know, you you do have to worry about those sorts of things happening in franchising and understanding that there is that risk component to it uh, with respect to your business. And while technically you own that business and if a franchisor kicks you out for no good reason, 
there are protections for that and you might have a lawsuit um, on your hands. But the reality is that can be very, very expensive, unpredictable, and most people are not in a position to fight franchisors uh, who have any um, amount of resources um uh, to, to protect them. Um, and a lot of times the franchisors have much, much more in resources um, or money um, to protect their brand than you as the franchisee. So when you're thinking, or if you're thinking as you're listening to this about franchising and whether or not you want to buy a franchise, I would ask you to pause um, and think about these kinds of situations. Uh, you need to be very, very careful before you sign a franchise agreement that you know exactly what's contained within the franchise agreement. And I, you know, I've said it on this program before and I'll say it again. I don't know how many times I've talked to people who say, oh yeah, I've read through the agreement and I think it's mostly okay. Um, and, and I said, really? Interesting. So, so you understand all the details um, with respect to what the um, what the various uh, what the language says in the various paragraphs and so on and so forth. Well, no, I just kind of generally skimmed it over. Bad, bad idea. Bad, bad idea. There's nothing worse than going into any business situation blindly. So, you got to be very, very, very careful especially in a franchise situation, um, because quite frankly, you don't have the upper hand when it comes to the contract. The contract absolutely is going to favor the franchisor, and it's going to have clauses within it that are going to try to, that are going to be very restricting. Now, whether or not those restrictive covenants, as they're called, um, are going to be upheld by a court, that's another story. But like I said, to get into a litigious situation can be very, very expensive. So one of the things you definitely want to um, consider as you're looking at a franchise to make sure that you truly, truly are owning the business and you're getting, you're getting that fair value, uh, for the businesses, you need to have a really good idea of what it is you're signing and what it is you're, you're getting. You also want to be careful to take a real, real good look or have a professional take a real good look at the, uh, language as it pertains to the money that you're going to require, be required to invest in the franchise, the various covenants that are going to restrict your ability after you own the franchise to operate or work within other businesses. Um, and, and you want to look and pay particular attention to any kind of personal guarantees that you may be asked to sign. I mean, these are all very, very important issues that rear their ugly head at the worst time. But so often people who go into franchising don't pay attention to this on the front end. They sign something and yet then they're surprised when they're bound by it. So there's no foolproof way to protect yourself when you're going in to really any kind of business relationship. But what you have to understand in franchising is that it's particularly different because you are not going to have the upper hand and it's never going to be an equal 
arrangement. You might be able to negotiate certain things. You probably can negotiate certain things if you care to uh, within the franchise agreement, but make no mistake about it. The franchisor is going to have the upper hand. And so you just need to be very, very clear and careful that this is the right business decision for you. That's why I always advise people when I talk with them that, you know, if you're just going into the franchise relationship um, purely for money and you don't have any kind of um, uh, passion for what it is you're going to do and you don't really care about the business, um, you might find yourself disappointed and you might find yourself in a um, in a not so good position down the road if and when you do butt heads with the, with the franchisor. So my tip of the day for you today is simply take good care, uh, to be sure to review yourself, but also have professionals review your franchise agreement, your franchise disclosure documents, uh, walk you through the process and really educate you on all the various things that you may experience as a franchisee. Because one of the things you certainly want to make sure of is when you pay your franchise fee and you spend thousands of dollars, I mean, whether it's you, whether you're doing it through your retirement or through other funds that you have, you want to make darn sure that you are in the best position to be investing in a business that you can make money not only in while you're operating it, but you have the opportunity to make money on the backside when you sell it or Maybe you're running it for your kids and you want to be able to pass it on to your kids. Well, all of these things play such an important factor into your decision in a franchise, and they're all governed by the franchise documents. So you want to make sure that you have good documents or as good of documents as you can possibly have for that system and that you are working with a upstanding, good quality franchisor. Those are really, really important things. They're common sense. But again, there's so many people who don't spend the time uh, to make sure that um, they are dealing with a good franchisor and that they have good franchise agreements and that the franchise is a good system and treats their people well. Once you get into these kinds of systems, it's very difficult to get out and I don't want to see you lose your money on the investment. So hopefully this was a good tip uh, for you today. Look forward to hearing your thoughts on that. You can email me at josh at indiefranchiselaw.com. And until the next time, happy franchising. Passionate, driven, enthusiastic, euphoric. This is who we are as entrepreneurs, but how we leverage these incredible attributes to dream and build businesses that scale and grow is what this podcast is all about. Hello, I'm attorneypreneur Josh Brown, and welcome to Franchise Euphoria.